once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. You can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, of course, you can find at Horizon Matt. And also joining us is John Parker. Good morning, guys. Who, of course, you can find on Twitter at Horizon John. And then you can find the podcast on Twitter at Horizon RT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. Find us on Facebook at Horizon Roundtable. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And we usually don't do back-to-backs, uh, back-to-back episodes, but this was just way too important. Uh, so joining us today is the, in, in almost like his first couple of hours, is officially taking the job, uh, starting his job at the new coach of IUPUI. It's Matt Crenshaw. Coach, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and, and I guess welcome home. Thank you, Matt. I'm really uh, excited to be back home, to be here at IUPUI and uh, looking uh, forward to the, to the future. And, and I want to thank you guys for having me on and uh, look forward to it. All right, great. So kind of to start things off, obviously, you know, I actually want to go a little further back because um, before you started your career at the, before you started career, your career at IUPUI, you were actually you were you spent uh, you spent some time in the, in the Navy. I, I understand. Correct. Uh, did almost uh, six years, man. And I'd like to say, out of high school, I joined the greatest team of them all, United States military. And obviously, I, I chose the Navy. Uh, come from a military uh, family, was a military brat, and. Uh, my father, uncles, my mom uh, were in the Army, um, so I wanted to do something different. I initially thought I was going to go into the Air Force, and uh, some things just didn't work out, and uh, the Navy recruiter sold me, and so ended up in the Navy. So, you know, what kind of lesson, what kind of things did you take away from that experience that you've been uh, you've been able to carry forward even into your coaching career? Well, I'd say first and foremost, you know, I always when you think about the military, you, you'll think about discipline, uh, the chain of command, you know, just working as a unit, uh, being a team, everyone having to be on the same page. So those were things that I that I took. But most importantly, leadership uh, at age, you know, 17, 18 years old, I was put in situations where I had to lead people and um, young men, young women. And sometimes it would be people twice my age, you know, and. You're trying to tell maybe your your parent, you know, maybe what to do. You may be in charge of them or something like that. So um, just I, I learned a lot about leadership uh, in, you know, it, the, the difficult challenges. You know, one day you're you're, you're you're with your peers and you're working aside beside them. And the next day you're put in a position where you have to lead them. So um, leadership would be something that that I've learned and, and, and put important value on it. Did you have any concerns coming out of high school about what going into the, the military would do for your, your future basketball life? Or were you kind of content with whatever happened, happened? And if you didn't play basketball again, then so be it. Or did you always think you might come back to it? Well, honestly, what I'd say is this. I honestly uh, went into the military, uh, into the Navy, because I was a football player. A lot of, you know, some of my, you know, my close family and friends know this and I was a way better football player than a basketball player, not close. And um, at the time, when you're in high school, you just don't understand the, the nuances of recruiting and how things are supposed to be. I moved high schools uh, in between my junior and senior year 
as my stepfather re retired from the army and uh, the coach asked me to come back come out and play football he knew me from you know my, my my childhood and i did that and i did really well and i was thinking maryland virginia some of these schools were supposed to be recruiting me and uh, i was supposed to go to uh, fork union military academy a prep school for postgraduate and things kind of fell um, fell apart last minute so um, I knew I didn't want to stay home and I knew I needed to be productive and the military was the next thing for me um, it's why I chose it but to as, as I was in the military I, I played you know for my base teams and uh, I was lucky and fortunate to be on teams that really were about athletics and programs and we traveled the whole East Coast and uh, we played 82 games a year uh, and I played with a, a, a bowling uh, Air Force team, and I had a guy named Al Young, who was a, a, another coach that had an impact on me in my life, man. He, he really took time out. He'd rebound for me. He always challenged me to be great. And uh, from that point, I ended up being selected for the All-Navy team. And basically, that's uh, a team that represents the, the Navy, and you play the other branches, the Air Force Marines. In, in the army in, in like a military tournament. And then from there, the all tournament team from there kind of represents the all armed forces and goes and plays overseas. So I was fortunate enough to, to play all Navy and all armed forces. And during that time, uh, some of my teammates had been in college and uh, previously and played division one. And uh, even in all, all armed forces, it was the same and a lot of those teammates challenged me to go play in college. And so that's where the, the desire came back to really get, you know, um, to give it a chance. And uh, it was a time where I was getting ready to separate. I was thinking about George Mason. It was a few other schools and uh, IUPUI just kind of hit home. The assistant coach at the time, uh, Kevin Jones, he was a, a former Marine, had played all uh, Marine, all on forces basketball. And, uh, you know, he kind of came and saw me play. And uh, I chose, you know, IUPUI over a few other universities. And, um, you know, 20, 20 years later, you know, the decision is was a great one. Absolutely. Um, so at, over the years, uh, over our past coaching episode, uh, interviews, we've always talked about, you know, the the importance of having mentorships. You you obviously had uh, you had Ron Hunter as your coach, so that must have been. And we love we obviously love Ron Hunter. We're very sad he's not in the Horizon League. Um, <laughs> but tell us about the experience of, of of playing with 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 a guy that dynamic, because you know just I can we've all we've seen kind of his 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 presence on the court, and I can only imagine what it's like uh, behind the scenes. Well, uh, first, I'd say what you get with Coach Hunter is this, simply and plain. What you see, you know, in, in the games, that's what you see in practice. You know, he's never going to let you slack. He's always challenging you to give your best. You always have to be perfect, you know, so it makes you kind of stay locked in because coach is going to get after you. It doesn't matter who you were. If you were the best player to the, you know, 15th guy, it didn't matter. He would coach you all up the same and hold you to the standard. Um, and, and that's one of the things I learned from Coach Hunter, but I learned about those kind of things in high school. So in high school, Ellison High School, Colleen, Texas, Billy Gillespie, 
was my high school coach. And, uh, you know, he's really one of the reasons why I wanted to become a coach, him and the coaching staff, those guys. And, uh, you know, Coach Gillespie, obviously uh, players coach, but demanded hard work, demanded your best. You know, one minute late, you were running. You know, it was just accountability, every little thing. And that was, you know, from a high school level. And, um, you know, I've, you know, practices, <laughs> it's just so many stories. But, uh, you know, so I honestly, I, that from Coach Gillespie, military, um, some of my coaches in the military, Al Young, and then going to Coach Hunter, I was prepared. But at the same time, man, Coach Hunter's passion, his energy uh, is, is like no other, man. And, um, yeah. and obviously in practice, you know, he gets to stop it and, you know, get to start over. And again, you have to keep playing. But, you know, uh, just just a mentor to me and, uh, you know, kind of like a father figure. And, you know, he, he he challenged me once once he gave me my opportunity, probably my second year. I'll never forget it. He just told me, don't let the little stuff get in your way. And uh, you can be a great, great coach. And then um, from that point on, he started talking to me about being a head coach and, and working towards that and always work one seat over. You know, don't work to, you know, your job and where you're at. You know, challenge yourself, take on challenges and um uh, he held me to a standard and he actually put it in my in my mind to think about being a head coach. So I'm always indebted and, and thankful for Coach Hunter. Not that we want this to turn into a Coach Ron Hunter uh, podcast, but what is your favorite Rod Hunter story? Because I, I, I was an Oakland student uh, when you were an assistant coach. I'm a little bit older than, you know, old enough to remember those days. So I have my favorite Ron Hunter story, but I want to see if it matches any of your favorite Ron Hunter stories. Oh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly, man, it's 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 so many, you know, whether, you know, when we went to the tournament, his excitement sliding across the floor, you know, it was just natural energy, passion that, uh, you know, he let out and, you know, ripped his suit. <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously, when you play for coach, man, you, some of the things don't really surprise you because, like I said, this is a daily for him, that energy, that passion, that excitement, like you see that every day uh, in practice. So, um it's countless, man. I, I don't know right off. I mean, I know he gets into it with the crowd, and I know the Oakland crowd used to give him a little bit back and forth, and then it became funny. So, um, yeah, it, I would probably say the tournament won right off today. But, you know, or, you know, probably him falling out the chair. Honestly, I, I've seen, you know, and uh, when RJ hit the shot, I, I would say that would be one from afar because – you know, I've seen him do those things myself. You know, he broke his foot stomping when I was a player. So uh, and when he was just engaged, man, he's so engaged in, in, in his energy for the game. Like he, he just gets caught up, you know, because he loves the game. And I think he really wants to still be out there playing. Take you on a quick memory memory lane and then, then I'll be done with this. It was a Samaritan's Feet game, which, you know, Ron Hunter's a, a big, uh, big uh, supporter of it. And so Campy actually had agreed you guys were in the arena. And again, I'm pretty sure you were an assistant coach. And there was an issue with the clock or something. And they, they separated the two coaches because they were laughing and having a good time at the scorer's table. And they ended up separating the coaches because they were out of their box during during this timeout. So they, they picked up phones and started to call each other. So you've got these two coaches who are just characters in themselves, <laughs> barefoot. Pretending to call each other over a clock issue, it was, ju- it was just a circus in the arena for a few minutes, and it, it, there there could have been nothing better than those two leading it. 
Yeah, nah, in the, in, indeed. And that, that's the thing. Uh, what also I learned, you know, was able to observe from Coach, man. It's, uh, you know, have fun, enjoy. And then, you know, um, embrace your friends. And I know him and Coach Campy have a good relationship. So, um, but yeah, I, now that you say it, I, I, I kind of do remember that stuff. But like I said, like, I always expect, you know, everything from Coach, man. You know, he, he's funny. He's uh, energetic and he's passionate. Uh, another thing from your time with IUPUI um, it was having George Hill come through the program, which, again, you, you coached George Hill at that point, right? Yes. Um, so do you still keep in contact with him? Like, I mean, when you think of IUPUI, I, 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 he's probably the biggest basketball player to come out of there and he's, you know, still have an NBA success. Like, is that someone you're kind of able to lean on a bit to help, you know, get the program head in the right direction in the future here? Or do you have any relationship with him at this point? Yes. Uh, you know, one thing that about me, man, uh, I'm a relationship person, you know, and uh, I treat the players like family. You know, a lot of people say that, but, you know, if you go and, and just go back through the list of all the players I've coached, um, they know I'm always a phone call away. And, and me and George are still close. And actually, uh, one of my first calls, I was actually just finished meeting with the team and it kind of broke that I was being announced, uh, the, the coach. And so I literally just finished a zoom with the team. I'm sitting with the AD and I get a FaceTime, uh, from George. So, uh, George is excited obviously for, you know, for me, but you know, it's like family and, um, I can't wait to, you know, kind of have him back around the program and, um, you know, back in the city at times and just to be there for our guys and be there for IUPUI. Um, so, uh, he'll be around for sure. Uh, and, you know, he's someone I'm close to, but all the players that I've coached and all my teammates um, and all the previous alum, um, everybody's going to be back re-engaged. And um, that's what it's about for me, Con- re-engaging the family, connecting it to, to the community and uh, just, you know, making making this thing special again. You talked about, you know, building relationships and, and that family thing. And, you know, that's something that we kind of know about you, you know, from from your what you've already accomplished is that you're kind of as an assistant, you're kind of known as one of the, the good guys. And you're you're a great recruiter because of it. Um, you've done like a lot of work um, to help make sure students are graduating. Um, you Are you still doing work with Prime for Life? Like, how is all that going to change, do you think, as a head coach? Because, you know, as an assistant, those were kind of responsibilities of yours are you going to have to be able to maintain those as the head coach or are you going to find someone to kind of bring that identity with the with your identity to to your future teams well my my identity identity uh will will definitely seep into the assistant coaches uh and support staff and everyone involved in the program um, i think it's relationships are key um because it's bigger than basketball Um, It's always been that way for me. And um, they have to know that these these young, you know, student athletes, they have to know that you really care. The only way you can care and and get their trust and get them to run through the wall is to spend some time with them to talk about life, get to know their family. I mean, everybody has a unique uh, background story um, and you, you, you have to get them to open up and share. But you have to be willing and vulnerable to do that yourself. And to me, besides the miss, uh, you know, di- you know, the misrecruiting uh, opportunities and evaluations, 
the lack of relationships is also the part that's leading to this these crazy numbers in the transfer portal. Um, so you're in kind of a unique spot among the coaches that we've interviewed this offseason in that even though you are just getting to the school as the head coach, you actually have a previous existing relationship with your women's coach, Austin Parkinson. Um, I wanted to see if you could just describe that relationship, but obviously, you know, you guys were actually on the same staff together right. during your previous time. Well, uh, me and Austin, great friends, someone that I obviously I respect and we work together and uh, me being able to see him, you know, go from the system, become a head coach, build a program, have the success that they are having. Um, you know, they're, they're the program to admire and watch on campus. And I'm going to be in Austin's office. It's going to feel like I'm one of his assistants because I'm going to be picking his brain. Uh, he's had so much success. Um, and, it, and, and it's been awesome to see it from afar. And, and, you know, obviously I've been around and going to their games, going to their practices. But now, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably ask him more more questions than his assistants, man. Like, um, he's a great person, uh, great leader, you know, obviously a winner. And uh, he's a great coach more than anything, you know, but but the, he's a great person what matters most importantly to me. And uh, I look forward to working uh, with him and uh, helping, you know, build the athletic program here, as well as all the other coaches in the department. But uh, me and Austin's relationship is special, you know, um, and, and I know I can go down to him and, and ask him anything or we can just sit and talk and uh, he'll be there for me. So, you know, that's that's the, the great thing about coming back to a place where you already have established relationships. Uh, it's going to allow me to kind of hit the ground running even more. I know it's only day one. Do you have an idea of what you expect um, the identity on the floor for IUPUI men's basketball to be? Yeah, it, it, it'll it'll be what I was, you know, and how I played. Uh, it's going to be tough, gritty, uh, unselfish, and uh, we're going to compete. Uh, we're going to compete for one another. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to win. You know, that that that's the biggest thing. But it's all the little things to, to end in winning, you know, um, unselfish. And, and we're going to be a defensive-minded uh, team. Uh, you, you know, you'll see a little bit of uh, some of the old days, some you know, some of the pressing, some of the zone, um, and, you know, with, with some man-to-man. -man. So it'll, 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 be a, it'll be, you know, fun to watch. I'm going to let the guys play, let them have freedom. But, uh, you know, all understanding that, we're, we're doing it all together and for each other. And then uh, we've seen teams use a number of methods to fill out their rosters lately. Uh, traditional high school recruiting and junior college recruiting. Uh, you know, we've seen obviously the increase in division one transfers. And now even we're seeing, you know, for us over at Youngstown state, we're seeing lower division transfer ups while I'd imagine, you know, all or most of these probably figure into every coach's recruiting strategy. Is there, you know, are there one or two that you see yourself using more than the others? Well, what I'd say is this uh, right now, obviously, because of the timing and uh, really, I haven't had a chance to really evaluate the players yet uh, with being day one. Um, 
I, I, I know we have a need for a few pieces, obviously losing Elijah Goss, Marcus Burke, and, you know, potentially Jalen Manette, um, you know, the three leading scorers, leading rebounder. Uh, so you have to bring in, you know, some scoring and some impact guys. And in, in the cases like this, you're probably going to need uh, some older guys, whether that be junior college, whether that be transfer portal. Um, that's that. That's what I'd say for currently. But honestly, um, I'm a person, and, and and this is my belief that uh, I think so many people in the future are going to be so caught up in the transfer portal. It's going to allow uh, me to and other people that value high school talent and don't mind uh, developing a player to get some really good players. Uh, I'm going to hit the state of Indiana uh, hard, the hardest, but obviously the touching state. So, you know, you'll see me in Michigan, you'll see me in Ohio, you'll see me in Kentucky, and then, you know, across the, the, the country where we have our connections. But Indiana's home, going to recruit home. Um, you know, I've, I've offered about uh, five players. That, that are in the 22 class, uh, have some transfers that, that we're talking to that uh, have ties to the state of Indiana. So, um, you know, Indiana is the home, home base. We want to cover that first, work our way out. But, um, you know, for right now, uh, this year, maybe looking transfer to portal and, and, and uh, not set on does it have to be a high major transfer. Like uh, I'm just looking for good players that, that they're going to fit and to what we're trying to do, that are competitors, high character guys, highly competitive, and uh, that really want to win. Cool. One of the, um, Go so, um, going into next year, obviously, you literally just got there. What are your expectations for this team going into year one? My goal would be to exceed anything that anybody has for us. You know, I, I know people will say, hey, you lost this guy, you lost that guy, you lost this other person. Um, and they'll, you know, maybe down on us, but that's not going to affect us. My goal is to win. And that's what I want. I want people that's going to have a chip on their shoulder, on their shoulder, that's ready to come in and compete every day, that's going to work hard. Um, and, and, and we're going to win. That, that That's my goal. My goal is to win. You know, my goal is to win games and and I'm not going to put a, a number or anything on that. Like Coach Hunter told me, I need to go to the Sweet 16. So, <laughs> so uh, honestly, man, it's just uh, it, it it steps. But the goal for sure is to win. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the guy when these rankings and these things come out in the preseason. Um, you know, that's going to add fuel to my fire already. I already know. I'm thinking about those things as as I'm recruiting. So, I'm, I'm going for talented guys and and I'm looking to play. And like I said, we have some guys here and it's just they need some development and they need an opportunity to to show what they have. So I'm excited. And then normally we ask this one at the top of the interview, but, you know, your your backstory was so cool. We had to go in a bit of a different direction. Uh, what does it mean to you that you're returning to your alma mater to be head coach? It's returning to IUPUI is, is special because it's home. You know, it's where I played, had so many great memories, uh, established so many great friendships um, with my teammates. And then as I coached um, and the connections I have to the you know community, the former alum, 
uh, it's just exciting to be back and we've had success here. You know, we were one of the, you know, top teams for over, over, over a long span. We're always in, you know, the, the, the top four and um, we played on countless, you know, final days, you know, uh, of, of the conference tournament. So um, for me to, to be able to come back and, and to lead, and, and, and get back to that is, is special. You know, it's hard to kind of put into words, but once I kind of thought about becoming a head coach, man, I always thought about, hey, I had success as a player. We're having success as an assistant coach. I My goal, I said in my mind, was I want to have more success than I had. So obviously we've been in the tournament. You know, I want to get to the tournament. I want to win games in the tournament. Um, and I want to sustain that level that we had for even longer periods of time. And um, that, that's, that's, that, that's what it's about for me. And it's, it's special. Um, it's humbling. It's a, it's an honor. And, uh, I'm so excited. What is your, uh, read on the horizon league as, as a whole? You know, I know at ball state, you would see a lot of these teams in non-conference and I mean, you're, you're, you're definitely familiar with the league. So what's your, your kind of take on it coming into it and what, what you're thinking? It's, it's, it's a, it's a league that's underrated, has a lot of great coaches um, and, you know, a lot of guys that, that, that I respect and, and, and admire from afar and, you know, had some relationships with over the years, whether it be Coach Campy or uh, Coach Nagy. Um, obviously, Dennis Gates is a, is a really good friend of mine. So uh, it's, it's being able to see uh, from the distance and, you know, now I look forward to, to competing, even Coach Davis in, in Detroit, you know, so it's a lot of well-experienced uh, head coaches. You know, I'm the young buck per se, and, uh, you know, I'm just excited to be a part of that that group and, and represent the league well and uh, look forward to competing against these guys, but actually also learning from them, being able to call and, uh, you know, pick their brain on some things and, uh, and just talking to them, you know, and getting to know some of these guys a little bit more. Um, is, is but the Horizon League overall, man, I, I think it's underrated. Like I said, it's it's great teams, and I know that uh, you know obviously adding teams, and we want it to be a league where um, we can get maybe you know two teams and a lot at large bid team at some point. So uh, I'm just excited to, to to be in the league and to be a part of it. You mentioned you know you're you're kind of the young buck as as the new guy, first time head coach. Um, just because we don't have a clue, what's it like for you as a first time head coach? putting your staff in place? Because we know how important that staff is. You know, you've been an assistant. You know how important they are. What's that like for you make, reaching out to these people that, you know, you've got all these contacts with and being like, hey, will you come work under me now? You have to just lean on your relationships. Um, you have to lean on, like, your values and what you stand for. And as you get to know people, that they sh share similar uh, values and ideals. And uh, you have to be a, a fit. You know, uh, it has to be a fit, you know, and, and the thing about it, you only have so many spots available. You have, you know, I, I only have uh, three spots available. And honestly, um, I, when, when I was going through the process, I was told I wouldn't understand. Uh, but, you know, some of the head coaches I know and, you know, everybody thinks you will. But but you really won't. You know, it's been a little overwhelming. Uh, but. I understood that this would happen, but honestly, um, I think from Tuesday till uh, up, you know, to the last couple of days, I, at one point I had about 1,800 texts that I was missing. So I was still responding. I said 1,800 missing, and now I'm down to about 300. 
uh, want to be able to respond to everyone because they took the time out. It shows um, that they, you know, value me, some of our friendships, some people trying to get to know me. But most importantly, they think that IUPUI can be a place um, that ha can have success. And um, that was, you know, something that, that, that I knew already, but just to get so many congratulatory texts and people interested in positions, uh, it, it, it was, uh, you know, pretty amazing. But um, I'm going through that process now and, um, you know, I, I'll definitely be excited. I, I know it's going to be uh, coaches that can really teach the game, great with their X's and O's, but most important, they're going to be good people and great mentors um, to these young men and, and builders uh, to help them uh, in life, not just over these four or five years, but in life. All right. My, my last one for you, and this is, you know, this is very unbasketball related, but I'm, I'm a Matt as well, but you know, real name is Matthew. Are you a Matt or a Matthew? <laughs> well, like, which, which do you prefer? Honestly, this is what's crazy. You know, as we know, Matt was a, is a common name and, Matt, Matthew, and I always had a couple in my classes, and uh, it was either Matt C, and then obviously going to the military, it's been Crenshaw. And so ever since then, I've just embraced, you know, my last name. So uh, I kind of go by that a lot, Coach Crenshaw, Crenshaw uh, and, but I'm a Matt for sure. You're mad. Okay. You know, we see it written out, but you know, just like with me, you know, I, someone will write my name out and they're going to write it like the, the appropriate way, but that doesn't mean that's really necessarily how you feel good about it. Or, you know, you're not, you're mad. Okay. I'm a Matt too. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You mentioned kind of the coaching uh, landscape in, in the horizon league. And now you are part of what we've seen a lot of in the last couple of years, that's kind of youth movement within the, within the horizon league, not just yourself, obviously Dennis Gates, Jared Calhoun, even Andy tool is a, a younger guy along with uh, Luke Yaklich and, and, and Will Ryan with, with that kind of set of, you know, younger coaches that are just getting most of them getting their first shot at the at the head coaching job um what do you expect what do you think that uh you guys are going to be talking about you know kind of behind the scenes as far as you know your own collective development as you guys move forward in the horizon league well for me obviously i, I, I want to pick their brains and you know learn ask them how their first 90 days was you know if it's anything like this last four days, it's going to be a, a, a blur. But honestly, uh, I'd, I'd like to just say how we can, you know, grow the league. But, you know, being a first time head coach is, yes, that, that means something. But uh, all these guys that you mentioned, uh, they were great leaders prior to this. So I'm sure for them, it's going to be about building their programs and, in, in, in winning and trying to get to the NCAA tournament. And then, uh, secondly, it's going to be how can we improve uh, the Horizon League? How can we, you know, get the Horizon League to get uh, two bids in the league and to the NCAA tournament? It's going to be those things, I'm sure. Uh, but obviously, everybody wants to start with building their program, making it the best that they can be, and then trying to enhance our league uh, to make it the best it can be. Now you also you also mentioned kind of uh, looking at some of these teams you know from your past uh, 
some of the Horizon League teams that you've seen in the past, obviously, through either your assistant coaching gig at, uh, at Ball State or or as both as a play, either as a player or an assistant at, uh, at IUPUI. Is there, um, I wanted to ask specifically, and I know uh, about uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne. Um, as I understand it, uh, we had uh, John Nolan, one of the uh, one of the announcers, play-by-play announcers last year, who talked a little bit about kind of a, a little bit of the rivalry going on between IUPUI and Purdue Fort Wayne. Is that something? Uh, is that something you know that is kind of is, you know because they're an interstate rival, an interstate team? Is that something? Is that a game specifically that you're looking forward to? Uh, honestly, I've, I've never been one of those those guys to, to okay. say a game's arrival. Uh, I don't really know where that that started. I mean, I know it started because, uh, you know, we're, we're maybe 100 miles apart, 120 miles apart in those things. But um, it's it's you know, we won't view it as a rival. You know, we want to win every game. We're not going to prepare or make it mm-hmm. that game anymore than we will when you have to play Cleveland State or Youngstown State, you know. Um, but in state, you want to win, so I understand it. Sure. You know, you being in the same league, but, you know, that that's no different. You you, you have to uh, win against the, the in-state teams, whether it's, you know, Indiana State, whether it's Ball State, um, and then, you know, you're at Evansville. So all these teams uh, in-state, uh, you you kind of want to compete against and, and win because obviously it helps in recruiting. So, uh, but I'm not going to say that we're we're putting this as a rival game. Um, I'll leave that to other people to talk about. But for sure. me, I won't I won't be saying that. Right. And that's and that's no disrespect or anything intended at all. It's just I want to no. I want to uh, uh, you know I want to have the same focus going into every Horizon League game and not make something, you know, seem special because, you know, playing a a team. Obviously, it's in-state and it's going to mean more, but, you know, it's still only two opportunities that we play. So uh, we want to have the same focus for them as we would with anyone else in the Horizon League. All right. Uh, Matt, John, do you guys have anything else? Uh, Matt... Once again, I like to get a little bit off basketball and just get to know you. Uh, what kind of food do you look forward to? Like after big big win, you can have anything you want. What what are you what are you eating? Um, the younger me would have probably said, "Hey, <laughs> pizza." You know, you you get used to eating with the what you get post game. Um, and now I'd say uh, uh, this last year or so. I've been trying to fix those habits, so <laughs> probably a salad or something, you know, chicken salad, chicken Caesar, something like that, uh, you know, uh, but not heavy after the game. You know, a lot of times, you know, you want to go back and look at I'm one of those guys. I want to look at the film or, you know, as an assistant, maybe think about the next scout coming up. So now it's going to be, you know, focused on what went wrong. And when I'm in that mode, I'm not really uh, a guy that likes to eat. I just want to, you know, maybe get to the film and watch the game. So now, of course, the uh, just kind of to wrap this up. Of course, the the way that the Horizon League tournament is is formatted now, um, the final to four teams 
end up at your home, your now home arena, Farmers mm-hmm. Arena at IUPUI. Is there any added pressure to perform with your with your team, knowing that the Final Four is in your own home arena? I won't say it's added pressure, but you know, one thing that I you know always learned and remember from Coach Hunter talking about your goal is to to be in the Final Four, and you want to play that last night to give yourself an opportunity to get to the tournament. So just putting ourselves in that position would, would be the, is going to be the goal. Uh, it wouldn't matter if we were at O arena or, you know, little Caesars arena um, or anywhere else that that's going to be the goal. And then obviously because it is home, you know, it gives you an opportunity to have some fans and some more people out for you. So it would help and maybe enhance, you know, your chances a little bit. But no matter where we're going to play the conference tournament, the goal is to be playing um, that last night. That That's the goal is to be playing that Tuesday night. Um, actually, I did have one. I actually, sorry, I did actually have one additional last question. Now, I understand you do have your number retired. Correct. Now I gotta ask you, know, what was what was the feeling like when when your number ended up uh, went up in the rafters? Uh, you know that that was another uh, you know uh, feeling that's just uh, surreal. It's it's it shows that people appreciate what you did and how you played the game and how you went about it. You know, and obviously maybe how you conducted and carried yourself on campus. So to me, um, that's what it was about to, when other people recognize me. I'm not a person that likes to talk about himself, brag about himself. I, um, I really sacrificed a lot of my game to win. Um, and, and we did that and we were part of changing the program, but that award was, it was my number, but it was also all my teammates. You know, they know that, that, that wouldn't have been possible without them and a lot of guys success that they played. They always tell me that they were thankful to play with me because of how I played, you know, I was unselfish point guard that, you know, I could score, but I, I, I had um, love and, and, and for winning and I didn't care if I scored two and, you know, had eight assists long as we won. That was the thing for me. So it, it, it was great. And any time that I, you know, I'm a little different. I've always been this way um, from going to basketball, you know, games as a child that I always look into the arena and you look up and you see those banners and you see those jerseys. And I always, you know, kind of think about the, you know, who are they? You know, what have they done? A lot of places that you play constantly, you, you, you get to do your research on them. And, uh, you know, now. You know, people who do their research on me, that, you know, that don't know me. But it's also, you know, it's good for the players that, that, that they can see that their goals can be reached. I mean, you know, it's three greats up there. Or it's four, you know, um, from the women's uh, Tiffany Kaiser. Uh, she was around campus when I played. And then, you know, you, you have the myself, George Hill and uh, Carlos Knox, you know, and, um, you know, those guys. Are, are, are legends and, and, and people that, you know, obviously people know. In, in the program so to be up there beside those those people is uh truly a blessing all right 
All right. Well, well, Coach, uh, thank you once again for uh, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, online uh, at Twitter, it's at Coach underscore Crenshaw. Uh, Instagram, Coach Crenshaw. All together, no spaces. And that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing next week, but um, HorizonRoundtable.com, that's where you can find all our episodes, all of our content. And, of course, you can find us wherever podcasts are available, and you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So until next time, thank you all for listening.